I'm Shannon. I'm an aspiring ghost and cocoa butter bitch. And I'm Emma. I'm a stewardess and in charge of the inflatable slide. I'm sorry I can't. Don't hate me. The motherfucker's concise. I revealed too much too soon. I was emotionally slutty. Okay, I'm a big whore. I think we have a stiff breeze. I'll give you a hundred dollars if you say something bitchy about someone we know. That's bullshit, Gary! You know it! a lot of responsibility (laughs) oh my gosh sexy stewardess you know what I used to want to be a stewardess like that was my that was the job that I had in mind for myself for a period of time no it's like it's (laughs) it's too much responsibility and then also I'm just really deeply unhappy with the uniforms that they make you wear yeah And you know what? They only really make you wear ugly uniforms in North America. I feel Mm -hmm. like whenever I'm traveling internationally, like KLM is an example that comes to mind. Like they always have like the classic, beautiful, like their makeup is done, their hair Mm -hmm. is done. And they're like those like 60s vibes. Mm. And I love it. But here it's horrid. Bring back Pan Am. (laughs) There were some things in the 60s that were really right. That's true. (laughs) It's true. Um, But we're not talking about air travel today. We're not talking about being on a plane. Although I guess we could in Sex in the City. There are a couple plane moments. But we're not talking about those today. <laughs> no, we're we're talking about the destination. We're talking about where you're going to. We're talking about like the party of some people's lives. There are no better parties than a wedding. 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 We're talking about <laughs> weddings today. Um, and I'm curious, Emma, like, do you have, like, a good or, like, best memory from a wedding that you've been to? Okay. I'm a little worried to answer this question because I feel like it's going to be a competition of my friend's weddings. And I don't want anyone to feel <laughs> sad if I don't say theirs. But I do – I don't have a specific, like, moment from a wedding. Um but I do, it's almost like an ambiance. So one of my best friends, Rochelle, and her now husband, Travis, got married in Las Vegas and a very small wedding. I think 16 people were there. And they basically rented out a limo and we went out to the desert and they got married. We took photos. Everyone was dressed to the nines. We limoed back. We drank a lot and had an amazing time and ended up in a, well, the most lit Taco Bell (laughs) I've ever seen in my life. It was literally like there was a slushy, like an alcohol slushy wall. What? The music, it had a DJ. The music was blasting. And like my friend, like Rochelle and Travis love Taco Bell. Mm. And it was just like. It was just like really magical. It's a magical mm. moment. A bunch of people got tattoos at like mm-hmm. one in the morning. Um, and it was really fun. And I remember just being out in the desert and thinking, and my my girlfriend actually like came as well and she didn't know the couple very well. Mm. And she got a little emotional because she was like, what a special time. She's mm. like, what a special moment to be part of this like extremely intimate close wedding between these people Mm. and like these people who obviously love each other very much and 
and yeah, it was wonderful. And I want to also give an honorable mention mm-hmm. uh, to another wedding we, that we went to together last yeah. year. Uh, the Devons. I guess I can say their name. I was like so worried about saying people's names for some reason. But yes, of course. As long as you don't also give their address and <laughs> their, their social, social security. Ins- their social insurance <laughs> yeah, number. Yeah, number. Um, no. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we went to their wedding in Arizona last year. And actually, I just watched the episode that we're going to talk about. Um, which one is it? Oh, yeah. I love a charade where they go mm-hmm. to the Hampton. Mm-hmm. Ham- Hamptons. <laughs> they go to Hampton. They go to just Hampton. One. <laughs> the first Hampton. And there is the moment where they like arrive mm-hmm. and they're like stepping into this party. Mm-hmm. And Samantha has set it up. And it's, of course, this like beautiful mansion. It's Richard's mansion. And like, the food is incredible it's like bright like it's so like not new york and like Mm -hmm. not it's just like it's like they kind of step into this alternate universe like it's Mm -hmm. always so weird when the girls on the show like leave new york like you can kind of definitely feel that different vibe Mm -hmm. and that's how i felt stepping into this wedding Mm -hmm. i felt like i stepped into an episode of euphoria yes the mansion you remember the, the 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 entire wall of that side of the house just was gone (laughs) didn't need to be there (laughs) they just and that doesn't sound very extravagant but it was like you could just open it up and it had like uh what's it called not a pool not a pond oh it like fountains oh yeah 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 and pools fountains pools and yeah I'll never forget that. It, it was like I was stepping into like a, I don't know, multi-million dollar episode of like some sort of HGTV show, <laughs> like showing me some home I'm never going to be able to afford. Like it was yeah. truly a spectacle. And I love too because I think we were in the same Uber at some point and the Uber driver was like, yeah, this is like one of the most expensive uh, zip codes or something like in, in the area. And you really got that. I was just like, this is a, for me, probably like one of very few moments I'm ever going to have in my life, like just basking in, in that level of decor and wealth. And I mean, that's not the reason why the wedding was so fun, of course, but it was, it was really like setting the stage for something grand, you know, and you felt that as soon as you walked through the doors. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was incredible. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about you? What do you have some favorite memories from weddings you've been to? Yeah, so I, you know what, I, I don't know, just, you know, by nature of, like, friend circles and such, like, I actually haven't been to very many, like, friend weddings. I remember, like, a couple of family weddings, you know, when I was little, and those are a very different vibe. Um, I remember going to one in university, but it wasn't for somebody that I was close to or, like, had really very much connection with. So last year actually was like the year of weddings for me. I went to four and they were all for, for different friends. And or one of them, I guess was, was, um, one, one of them was kind of family, but, um, yeah, no, it was, so, it was so fun. It was like such a blast to go to like a good friend's wedding and just like have fun. And like all of them were so different too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, going to, to the, to the dad's wedding in, in Arizona, like experience of a lifetime it was so nice to have like you know to be in just like a completely different setting it like oh man I I loved getting dressed up for it like that oh that was so good um 
and I loved to I went to another wedding um in the fall and I dressed up like I finger waved my hair I had this like really beautiful like 1920s like vintage style like outfit I'm really I'm all about the outfits I love Mm -hmm. like creating a, a really good outfit and I love a dance floor I love a good dance moment you have to have a dance floor yes that's the best part <laughs> so I don't know do I have a clear answer probably not um I want to say 2022 was my favorite wedding memory because I had four of them just all of them and they were great they were all great oh shout out to Chris um who just recently told me that he listens to this podcast um your wedding was also so fab okay so my outfit I was wearing a matching like shirt and short set it, w- it happened in the summertime and it was like a color blocked set it was like kind of a lime green and a purple I slicked back my hair I wore a purple lipstick um and my whole vibe was kind of like joker on vacation and I was so there for it oh that was also just such a fun party it was like a giant house party so fun it's amazing yeah that's kind of like what I feel like a wedding should be it should just like obviously special and have a nice ceremony and everything but just be like a big old fun party with your friends and your family and there were so many good ones last year for me too yes (laughs) no I think we went to probably a few overlapping ones there was three two two actually two I thought three but still that's that's pretty that's pretty high but that's actually really interesting because I feel like with a show like Sex in the City, I and a lot of other media too, but Sex in the City definitely plays a role in this. I feel like as a young person watching this, I very much like had an expectation that weddings are only fun for the couple. Mm-hmm. I think this was very much influenced too by like the the TLC say yes to the dress, like four weddings, like all of that kind of reality show um, expectation as well. But there is something for me where it's not necessarily fun to go to a wedding. There's kind of this sense of like, I'm you're kind of griping about it. Like it's too cheesy. It's too, like there's something about it that doesn't feel completely comfortable. And I love that my experience last year was so opposite of that. I was just like, this is fucking fun. And you know what? I love when people really deeply and profoundly love each other and like mm. love their friends and are just so happy to like celebrate everybody like around them i love like a solid parent toast oh Oh. incredible it like and i love i love a toast that really like i want some levels there i want some funny i want some humor i want something that's like you know kind of casual and then i want that deep cut i want that moment where i'm like oh you love your kid you're you're just being so sweet and so special love it yeah and i have to (laughs) shout out another wedding i went to because um on new year's eve we went to Mm -hmm. our friends andrew and bailey's wedding and you know not all couples are very like lovey Mm -hmm. because I feel like there is this sort of like weird association not association but I feel like people don't openly show love like as much as they might want to or as much as they might feel comfortable with but what I loved about and this is actually really good memory about Andrew and Bailey's wedding is just like they are not afraid to share Mm. they love each other Mm -hmm. and they are open about it and like their vows and I was actually talking to Jamie about 
like we're like is it like is it better to do your vows in private mm -hmm. and i think there's a lot of like positives about doing that but it, like basically is it better to do it in private or in public and mm -hmm. of course that's up to the couple but andrew and bailey's like their vows i was like in tears like because it was just so sincere and like so honest mm -hmm. and i think like and too like they appreciate their friends so much and like it was just there's just so much love mm -hmm. which is what's so great about weddings and i totally like grew up with this same expectation like weddings are sort of almost a chore yeah and especially like the whole bridesmaid thing like people oh, are yeah. act so resentful about like being a bridesmaid and like sure i've had some struggles as a bridesmaid with friends weddings like leading up to it there can be a lot of stress and mm -hmm. and arguments and stuff like that but honestly my experience as a bridesmaid bridesmaid as a bridesmaid the day of mm -hmm. has always been just like i am here for my best friend mm -hmm. i am here because i love them i feel appreciated i feel honored to be like part of this union and like part of their love mm. so yeah i think there's I also grew up with that like expectation that weddings were like a little bit of a chore. Mm -hmm. And another thing I noticed in these episodes is like they get invited to like so many random weddings. Yes. Like Charlotte. Well, should we get into the episode? Yeah, let's let's do that because I'm I'm really loving where where this is going. Um, yes. So we're talking about weddings throughout Sex and the City. There's so many weddings. There's weddings between core characters, between like weird one-off characters that are just for an episode. Lots of weddings to talk about, but we're going to and also some some movie weddings that we it's a must. We have to we have to discuss um the Liza Minnelli of it all. Um we're not going to go into marriage or the institution of marriage. I feel like that's important to clarify we're we're parties today we're talking about the wedding we're talking about the ceremony the party the reception the dress or suit or whatever you want to wear anyway we're talking about that not marriage and yeah we're going to focus our discussion on four episodes today that kind of span span across the series and of course like like i said there there are so many episodes that that do talk about weddings but um yeah, we're, we're going to keep it contained to four today. So we're going to talk about um, an episode from season two called The Chicken Dance, season two, episode seven. Um, this episode, Miranda enlists the help of decorator Madeline Dunn to furnish her apartment just in time for her friend, Jeremy Fields, uh, to visit from London. And coincidentally, they fall in love with the decorator or jeremy falls in love with the decorator um a whirlwind wedding ensues in a matter of four weeks uh miranda mans the guest book and laments about feeling invisible charlotte is a bridesmaid in a sexy black dress in a one night only romance with a groomsman who's kind of gross uh he's not even hot i don't know yeah. i think he had a weird face He's, he's not my cup of tea, but the way he treated Charlotte at the end after she was like, your father groped my ass. And he was like, you're slutty. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> not a guy you want to marry. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Um, Samantha might have to get married because she accidentally repeat fucked a guy. And Carrie contemplates commitment with Big and reads a poem. Um. Yeah, I was thinking just now of this episode because i was like why is charlotte a bridesmaid 
you know what actually that's such a good point because i think the only other time we see charlotte as a bridesmaid is carrie's wedding in the first movie mm-hmm. um but otherwise charlotte is kind of the bridesmaid that you want like charlotte is kind of she would take care of a lot of stuff and she would be so like invested in making sure that you're taken care of as a person getting married that you have like all the fun events planned like I feel Charlotte would actually be a really really solid bridesmaid well I don't doubt her abilities Mm -hmm. I I just like I guess I grew up thinking like of a bridesmaid as a job which it kind of is Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways and it's just but it's also like a job for a friend I don't Mm -hmm. know the only time I've actually been in a wedding party I guess I've been in a wedding party a few times but like they were my really really good friend Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so I just don't I didn't really get why Charlotte was Madeline's bridesmaid but I mean you're right she would be down for the job Mm -hmm. and it kind of makes me think of actually not a wedding but a bachelorette party we were planning where a friend of a friend of a friend actually came on this trip to Las Vegas that nobody really knew, but very much just for the reason that like we knew, or I mean, my friend knew Bailey knew that she would be fun. She met her Mm -hmm. once and she's like, she is down for it and she's going to be a good time. And she was, and she was great. And we all were like the closest eight friends that could be that whole trip. And we barely knew some of them. And like, it turned out really well. So maybe maybe it is like Charlotte mm. was the best for the job. <laughs> best and most available because <laughs> they were planning this wedding in a matter of four weeks, which seems not achievable. <laughs> oh my gosh, absolutely not. Not to that extent, at least. Because they, like, they really pulled it out at some big hotel. Like They had flowers, the, the catering. I don't know, like all most of my information about organizing weddings and such like very much comes from reality shows and that does not seem like something that you can whip together unless you're literally just you know gonna find somebody who's ordained to to marry you as a witness or like go get your marriage license or something like that yeah you know I watch a lot of 90 day fiance and Mm. and those are some rushed weddings (laughs) and let me tell you they do not look like this they are Mm -hmm. very usually very sad Mm -hmm. and (laughs) yes yeah pulling pulling together this kind of wedding in that amount of time you know what if I was attending that wedding I probably would be a little bit better too because that just seems how how does one do this yeah what did you think of that wedding like the style I noticed this wedding was very um black and white Mm. very like black tie formal Mm -hmm. white flowers that's such a great question um it's a little stuffy for me agreed you know like I think that that's that's kind of a common pattern for a lot of the weddings I went to last year all of the weddings that I went to last year is that they didn't have that same sense of stuffiness with them that maybe that's part of like the trope of why weddings feel like a chore of like that kind of boilerplate um sense of of throwing them and you know maybe like 20 years like after the show like things have changed a little bit and people are a little bit more open and have like some more casual like elements of of a wedding um I don't know but I I didn't get that same sense of stuffiness for any of the weddings I went to last year but it didn't seem 
but it didn't seem like a fun time. Like, I'll put it this way. Madeline Dunn and Jeremy Fields, I would not want to throw down on that dance floor. <laughs> In fact, they probably didn't have a dance floor. I, yeah, I was going to say, I doubt they even had a dance floor. Well, they did because Carrie asked Big to dance. This is the one with oh, the right. Carrie was having. She got the toothbrush head yes. at Big's and she was having some like fear of commitment stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And a good moment is when Carrie asks Big to dance and he's like, oh, I don't like to dance when people are eating. What a weird thing to say. Why? Because your dancing is so horrible it'll make them vomit. I, you know what? I was going to agree with Vic. <laughs> I was like, I kind of agree. It's like, it's the whole thing of like, wait till people are finished eating and then like clear oh, their plates. I, I don't know. I guess it depends. It depends on like the type of wedding. I guess this like very formal affair um, in comparison with our Arizona wedding where the food came from food trucks and it was mm-hmm. incredible. Uh, and very like true to the bride and groom's personality, but yeah, I just <laughs> and it's so funny. You can tell that I haven't been to very many weddings. <laughs> I did not know the custom. <laughs> Shannon's just up on that D floor as soon as the <laughs> the speeches end, and Shannon is up there dancing. Music hasn't even started yet. <laughs> DJ playing in my tune. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love that. I, you know, I haven't been to any super formal weddings. So Mm. this is all, again, all perception from what I've seen in media. (laughs) No, that's true. I think one wedding that I did go to was a little bit more formal. I have some vague recollection of part of it taking place in a church. And that immediately, like any kind of church time with a wedding, I think makes it with the reception or not the reception with the ceremony at least it gives it a little bit more of a formal vibe true that is very true well we're also talking about should we go on to the next one? Oh yes yeah so we are also talking about um i feel like we're co-leading this episode and i love that because that's really symbolic of a strong marriage <laughs> Maybe we should get married. <laughs> we could have a, uh, well, I guess that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I was going to say a busy, okay. fun muffling and what's-his-face wedding. Our wedding, no ceremony. No. It's only reception. There's no food. It's only a dance floor. Okay, yes. Just Maybe we should just have a dance party. <laughs> jk it's actually not a wedding at all we're just going dancing we're going to the club we have been talking about it for months yes so shannon and i literally this is very off topic but that's okay listeners you can get to know us a little bit listeners love our tangents don't you they absolutely love it but yes shannon and i actually go to zumba together twice a week and are pretty much there religiously Mm -hmm. um very rare when we miss a class but every saturday morning after Zumba, I plant a little thought. Mm-hmm. I've got that, uh, the adrenaline is flowing, the serotonin mm-hmm. is high, and I feel like, let's go dancing tonight. Yeah. And then my 31-year-old body hits 4 o'clock, and I'm like, I'm not. Ooh, we're winding down for the day. <laughs> we're winding down. It's it's time to sit on the couch. As no. soon as it's dark out, I'm just like, leave my house. <laughs> Why? <laughs> 
I know, I know. That's why one of these days we just have to like pick a day and do it. Yes, I agree. One day we will. I'm ready to I'm ready to throw down. Um but yeah, the other episode we're talking about, season three, episode twelve, don't ask, don't tell. Uh I, do you wanna read it or do you want me to read it? Uh, you're doing such a great job. Do oh. you wanna continue? Sure. Uh, In Don't Ask, Don't Tell, Charlotte gears up for her big wedding week, day. (laughs) Unclear. She gets, I I think you get a week. I, you know, I, I tend to side with Miranda on this. Mm -hmm. Miranda says to Charlotte, you get a day, not a week. Mm -hmm. Um, But your wedding is like, I mean, in the bridal parties I've been in, they get months. (laughs) They get months. And I'm there for months, Very so a week doesn't seem that bad to me. But um, this is her first wedding with Trey, of course. Um, Miranda pretends to be a flight attendant or a stewardess, a sexy stewardess, to grab a date for the wedding. Uh, Samantha learns what's under the kilt of Caleb. <laughs> that was a terrible accent. I don't know why I said it like that. Caleb. 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 Caleb Squattish. Squattish. And this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. I'm going to stop before I offend somebody. Lawrence Cheney. Lawrence Cheney. No, I can't do it. I can't can't even do that. Lawrence Cheney. That's the only Scottish. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh my gosh. I'm RuPaul. You are RuPaul. But yeah, one of Trey's groomsmen who she cannot understand. And I, you know, I'm not an expert, but I, when I, every time I watch that episode, I'm like, I don't, I think this is a very fake and bad Scottish accent, but mm. I'm so bad at accents that I don't know. Um, if but, you're Scottish and would like to weigh in. <laughs> please, we'd love to hear please. it. Please. And if that was offensive, our accents, we're sorry. We're so sorry. We're already repenting and taking accountability for our actions. <laughs> I was going to say, we're sorry. We can't. Don't hate us. <laughs> That's much better. <laughs> but also, yes, please tell us. Um, but yeah, also Aiden makes a love seat while Carrie spills the beans about her affair with Big at just literally the worst possible timing. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte realizes Trey might have an issue with impotence, but heads down the aisle with help from Carrie because she is in a $14,000 Vera Wang wedding dress and damn it she is getting married mm-hmm. um, and we kind of talked about this but I did want to ask what would you do if you were Carrie what do you think you would do if you were in Carrie's I was going to say what kind of shoes she was wearing but I have no idea So they were probably Manolo's okay thank you <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm not the fashion expert on this podcast that I love I love that question because this was also something I was thinking about too. I was like, what? That's a tough position for Carrie to be in. Mm -hmm. There's the the whole orchestration of the wedding. Like it's all planned. People are ass in seats. Like the bagpipes are blowing. Like people have already walked down the aisle that aisle is already like paved with flower petals I'm sure like so to be standing there and to have and Charlotte doesn't really even question like am I getting married like she doesn't actually ask that question but like there's so much fear in her voice of like going through with it because of what she had just found out the night before was that um Trey might have some issues with impotence and Charlotte did not know that and wasn't unprepared for it. So 
I feel like Carrie eventually came around to what I would hope a friend, like a really solid friend would do for me. If I'm standing there and if I'm showing any like sign of a doubt, and I think Carrie does pick up on this. Carrie's like, we can go. You know, you don't have to do this. Everybody's just going to have to get over it. We can get a cab and we can leave. And I feel like that's such an important thing to express because there is a lot of momentum behind a wedding. Like you were like you were saying, like there's months, there's sometimes years of preparation. And people do have those doubts, those that second guessing. I think that's like, I don't know. I've never gotten married, but from, <laughs> from what I hear in all my reality TV research, um, it's it's common. It's common to have like, you know, cold feet or second guess. Um, but I think it's also it's just as important to have somebody tell you like it's okay if you change your mind like consent consent folks like if you change your mind you don't want to marry this person I feel like there should be space given to make that decision even if you're in your dress and you're about to you're one foot down the aisle already like Mm -hmm. so I love that Carrie made that space for her and I also I think Carrie was walking a really fine line of trying to kind of assuage some of her fears of like maybe you know he just jerked off before he got there and you know he was too embarrassed to tell you about it like she was really trying trying to see or I got the sense that she was really trying to see where Charlotte was coming from is this a thing where like I don't want to marry this guy like please help me get me out or I'm really afraid because I just had this experience last night and I'm I didn't know that that was going to happen I'm scared for what could be to come mm-hmm. so yeah, if I was in Charlotte's shoes, I would hope that like my maid of honor or a person of honor, we don't have to use gendered wedding party labels. Um, but you know, whoever whoever's up there with me, like I hope that they would be the kind of friend that would tell me like it is okay if you want to change your mind. Yeah, you know that's such a good point, and totally agree. I mean, I love what you said about consent too. It's like just having that moment to even like you can you can always change your mind yeah. and I was talking to somebody about this and I forgot that annulment was a thing oh yes because like even like go through with the party mm-hmm. and then if you if Charlotte is really by the end of it like oof, I don't know I don't think I can do it you have time yeah get it annulled <laughs> I forgot that was a thing yes yes I man annulments are they're very interesting because like don't you have to there have to be certain like boxes that you check in order to qualify for an annulment, right? I have no idea. I too have never been married. <laughs> well, maybe we should get married so we can annul that marriage and <laughs> maybe figure it out. <laughs> we could have our dance party wedding and then we will get annulled because we have partners <laughs> who might maybe want to marry us before. <laughs> What did you do this weekend? Well, I got married and, you know, next weekend I think I'm going to get annulled. Yeah. <laughs> very casual <laughs> I don't know it was kind of a spur of the moment decision I just wanted to see how it felt <laughs> oh my gosh I love that um and that actually kind of leads us into the other episode well <laughs> very vaguely leads us into the other episode we're talking about mm-hmm. um season five episode eight I love a charade uh where the legendary Bobby Fine and Bitsy Von Muffling are getting hitched in the Hamptons um I just thought it was a good segue because everybody okay and you wrote that they're like vaguely biphobic but just like 
so generally critical of like two people. I've mm. never seen somebody question someone else's love so much. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just like, yeah, they're clearly friends. They're clearly not having sex. And like whether that matters or not, mm-hmm. that's really none of their business. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like questioning the validity of this marriage. I'm like, baby, yeah. they're getting, they're having a Hamptons. <laughs> Why can't I say Hamptons? <laughs> it's okay. You're not from New York. <laughs> Clearly. Um, but yeah, it's just like the, the gang, everybody around them is just like, is their love legit mm-hmm. or is it fake? Yeah. And like, what would that motive be? Mm-hmm. Um, but also Carrie meets up with Berger in the very awkward first encounter when they're like at the ice cream stop and he just happens to be by on his motorcycle also again everyone is going to this wedding yes harry was invited to this wedding for some weird reason yes oh no he handled bitsy's divorce oh okay okay i missed that but even then do you invite your divorce attorney bitsy von muffling does (laughs) you know what I, well, okay, I, w- I was going to save this point, but this was something that I was thinking of because, I, yeah, I was, I was thinking about Harry. Harry's a divorce attorney. I love, and he actually has been married before too. I feel like he drops that in, in one episode that he, he has also gone through a divorce. I love that he's a divorce lawyer, probably like well-paid, probably sees a lot of high-profile, like messy fucking dissolutions of marriage and still believes in it, still yes. believes in love. And believes in love with Charlotte. Like, that's so special to me, especially after handling her divorce. Like, still so, like, vehemently believes in love. Like, that's that's pretty special. Harry's so special. Harry is. Oh, what a sweetie pie. Mm. Yeah, Charlotte really falls in love with Harry in this episode. Uh, this is, like, after she's like, oh, I've been seeing this guy, and he is disgusting, and he's hairy, and blah, blah, blah. And like, but the sex is amazing. And like, that's, she's starting to feel this like very real connection with him. And he convinces her, of course, he's like, I will wax my back if you come as my wedding Mm. date. And so fucking cute. And like, they have such a nice moment at this very special wedding. And Mm -hmm. it's so interesting because weddings are definitely times where emotions run high. Yes. Especially if you are there with a partner, I feel like, even if you're like confident in your relationship and like comfortable, there's always that like, oh, like what if or like mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. It's always, it's just like emotions are running high. Alcohol is usually involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, it's all good. Yes. Charlotte falls in love. Yep. Wonderful. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, Miranda <laughs> is aroused by lilacs. She's so horny for lilacs. This is a pattern of behavior. Yes. What was the other episode? I remember when you telling me about this. When she conceived Brady, there were lilacs in the room. <laughs> or Steve like picked lilacs or something like that. And she was just so overcome with arousal from a freshly picked lilac that she fucked Steve and then conceived Brady. They even said in that episode, like in the voiceover, it was like, I to like, Miranda didn't know if it was Steve's smell or like something else or the smell of the lilacs. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay. I guess flowers can make you horny. That's just like a thing I don't understand. <laughs> but sure, Miranda. Che's got to get on that flower game. 
Shay's got to learn. Oh, yeah. And she's kind of like, is Steve a friend? Are we dating? Are we fucking? What are Mm -hmm. we doing? Uh, And Samantha, of course, throws the fabulous party in the Hamptons. That reminds me of the Phoenix party. Yes. (laughs) I love that you made that comparison. That didn't even occur to me. And it's, it's just so apt. It's so apt. Yeah. Although nobody threw a watermelon through a glass wall at the wedding we went to. That's true. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah, no, um, gosh, this episode, like, it is really, okay, so it's so interesting that the girls are so speculative over Bobby Fine and Bitsy Von Muffling and, like, the legitimacy of their relationship how much they love each other. Where was the speculation for Stanford and Anthony? Because the two really clearly hate each other. Like, they just don't gel. They And it's so interesting that they have this, like, level of speculation for this man who very well could be, like, pansexual or bi or maybe he really did just want to marry Betsy. Maybe he does love her. Maybe he, re- he wants a friend. Like, who the hell knows? That honestly doesn't even matter. Like, I think it's really interesting how closely they connect weddings with um with true love and with romance and I mean a wedding is so often a really big celebration of love but at the end of the day like people can get married for whatever reason they want whether that's for a green card or <laughs> Ooh, you're appealing to my 90 day fiance <laughs> yeah or i don't know maybe god told them to and they're like yeah that sounds great or maybe you just i don't know there's lots of reasons well something that stood out to me in this episode was actually marcus yes. who barely has any lines and <laughs> in the entire series but um, they're speculating mm-hmm. over why would they get married, Stanford and, and Carrie, and I think Samantha or somebody might be there as well, but um, they're speculating what reason could it possibly be, mm-hmm. and Marcus kind of pipes out of nowhere, maybe they just make each other laugh or something like that. Yeah. And you know what? That's a darn good enough reason. And you know what's also so weird is that uh, before recording, I was I just started Sex and the City from the beginning because... Sometimes I just do that. I feel like it's like once a year. Yeah. I just watch it. And in the first, or no, the second episode, Big says something along those lines to Carrie. Mm. She's like doing research for her column Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. It's the same episode where she tells Big she's a sexual anthropologist. And later in the episode, Big's got like, he comes up to her and he's like, I got an idea for your column, (laughs) you know, and his like stupid little sexy voice. And then he says, he's like, says something along those lines. I wrote it down somewhere, but it's just like, maybe people just want to find someone that makes them laugh. Yeah. And it's interesting that that's brought up twice. Oh, yeah. Throughout the series. But yeah, I think like the questioning is just so rude. Mm -hmm. But. Well, I love, because that, that was your comment, too, when, when we first watched this episode, was that this is kind of like a, a biphobic, like another episode that um, we really see biphobia as it plays out throughout the, the series, and I, we don't know what Bobby's, like, sexuality is. It's heavily implied. Um, it's heavily implied what the sexuality is, but we don't actually hear from him, so we don't know, and that could very much be, yeah, that just could be very real for him. Yeah, it's 
It's by erasure for sure. Yes. Uh, Yes. Which is, I mean, inherently biphobic. But yeah, it's just like it's one or the other. Yeah. He's gay or he's straight. And, and that is so prevalent in bisexual men, especially. So it's just yes. like, ugh. But anyways. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Um, really good episode, though. I was, I was reflecting on how much I enjoyed this episode. I think it's quite strong. I like this one, too. And then the last episode that we're talking about is also from, or no, it's from season six, The Catch. Um, So it's Charlotte's big day again, um, but this time she's marrying Harry and wants absolutely everything to be perfect. Um, Samantha misses Smith, especially when she tries to unzip a dress and remove a bracelet. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I've never been so befuddled by a piece of jewelry or a garment, but hey. Um, Miranda is frightened and dismissive of Steve's new girlfriend, Debbie. Uh, Carrie takes an acrobatic class and has a one-night fling with a jackrabbit slash best man, Howie, ultimately resulting in a horrific sex sprain. (laughs) Have you ever had a sex sprain? (laughs) That's a great question. Um, I don't think so. I don't think I have either. Like, I've never been so, like, hunched over like Carrie was in that episode. Like, it's never been that extreme, but I don't know. We've got time. This body's (laughs) getting older. (laughs) It's just, it's, it makes me laugh because, like, Jamie and I are watching, like, 90 Day Fiance, Mm -hmm. and there's one couple that was, like, the the man in the relationship was, like, I'm going to fuck you so hard that you're gonna hurt the next day ah. and like being really aggressive and i it was consensual it was like a mutual oh, like we like it rough okay. but jamie and i were just like well, can't people just have gentle nice sex <laughs> <laughs> like why does it have to be so aggressive why does it have to be like you're destroyed the next day mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways maybe that's something i just don't understand um, but yeah, this episode I really, really like. Um, I love the fact that everything, quote unquote, kind of goes wrong for their wedding. Mm. And Carrie has another great moment in this episode yes. where she's like, you know, first marriage, perfect wedding, not mm-hmm. so great marriage. Maybe now, bad, well, not bad, but, you know, things go wrong at the wedding and mm-hmm. I bet you'll have a perfect marriage. And you know what? Carrie was right. Carrie was right. I perfect is not a good word but a healthy and strong marriage yes yeah that really stood out to me too where we have for both of charlotte's weddings there's kind of like that moment where she needs some counseling from carrie and i think carrie delivers honestly both times with her advice and i don't know this probably speaks to how i i don't know was raised uh but I just really love how Carrie is so like I'm not sugarcoating this like okay you need to stop with the tears like I love that so much like when you're in a place with like a friend where you can just like give it to them like straight like no sugarcoating like stop this stop like you're you're wasting it you're having such a beautiful wedding like you're marrying like this man that you love so much like you're you're not seeing it for for what it is and i yeah i just i I also really love that moment between them also the movies of course can't talk about weddings without talking about the movies no they both feature pretty pretty big weddings big (laughs) pretty big weddings um but i guess i mean 
there's two weddings or sort of there's like one and a half weddings and a funeral no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) yes but oh my gosh sorry i just lost my (laughs) oh no i'm so sorry there's two weddings there's two really big weddings really like one and a half because the first one uh obviously doesn't happen (laughs) yeah and then the second one again this like nice quiet courthouse wedding and Carrie's wearing I love okay I love this idea like earlier we were talking about like weddings are portrayed in media as so like formal and Mm. stuffy and like black tie affairs with like white and black and that's it like even Mm -hmm. the flowers were white in that first wedding we talked about Mm -hmm. um and then in the movie what ended up being the successful wedding was Carrie wearing that dress that she wanted to wear, that yeah. dress that she thrifted and that she loved and that she felt the most comfortable in. And I I love, because I, I feel this very deeply. I feel like, not that, I mean, of course, Carrie, like, loved her, her um, was it Vivian Westwood? It was Vivian Westwood. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, of course, she, like, loved the Vivian Westwood dress. She mm-hmm. had a bird on her head. Like, mm-hmm. she was feeling herself, and that's not yeah. to, like, take away from that moment. But she's like, this was the dress I was supposed to get married in. And like, this is who I am. Yeah. And I think it's just like, that's so important, whether you're a guest at a wedding or whether you are the bride or groom to feel like yourself on your wedding day and for your wedding to reflect that. I love that sentiment so much. I think you're absolutely right. Like when a wedding is totally devoid of that and it just seems to be following like step by step, like this is what a wedding is or like mm-hmm. how weddings have always been portrayed. It, it does seem like a little bit, again, as somebody who hasn't been to many weddings, but I've seen quite a few on TV, like it's, it seems kind of impersonal. And when you have those really personal touches of like, oh yeah, like that's, that's, the couple getting married like that's them to a t um that's like really really special and i feel like that for me is what that's what makes it like fun you know you're celebrating you know a couple of people and when you can see them really reflected in the ceremony in the party it's just so important yeah and it's it's just the opposite of um in the second movie like stanford and anthony's wedding which again felt too formal kind of devoid of their personalities Mm -hmm. and oh my god it was just over the top i I but what about it was over the top emma (laughs) was it the swans uh was it liza minnelli singing single ladies (laughs) no that was perfectly normal (laughs) i think i think what i hated about that too (laughs) i hated a lot about it but what i hated about it was it was devoid of that personality yes. just yes. that it didn't it it reduced Stanford and Anthony to being gay mm-hmm. they said it so many times oh it's a gay wedding they joked about it like yeah. oh you can't say it's a gay wedding they continued to call it a gay wedding with like I mean it's fine to call it a gay wedding but mm-hmm. what happened is they took all these like quote unquote gay tropes like yeah. fucking Liza Minnelli the swans like everything and they reduce those two characters to that yes and it just and of course they as we know and as we kind of mentioned earlier they don't even like each other yes 
And like, you can't look me in the eye and tell me that Stanford wanted a black and white wedding. Like that man loves color. <laughs> like that man lives for loud color, bold hats, some kind of tinted sunglass glasses sunglass just one <laughs> but he loves like color like a hampton he wore a sunglass in the hampton he went to one hampton and wore a sunglass <laughs> but yeah like he that it, yeah i just love everything that you're saying it really did seem like opposite to his character and then who was anthony anthony like we don't even know at that point. We just know that he's gay and loud. Like, we we don't really have, like, a strong sense of his personality outside of that. Like, was he the big person, like, behind this this wedding? Like, yeah, it really screams impersonal, um, except for, I guess, like, Liza Minnelli showing up and it's, like, a gay wedding with a capital G or something like that. But Yeah, where is Anthony's overbearing Sicilian family? Oh, my gosh, that would have made that like don't even go to Abu Dhabi in that second movie like just just take me down the pathway of how that wedding happened like I want to see Anthony's mom Anthony's family like yes yes give me that and then give me like a big Italian like dinner or something like that I I don't remember any other pieces of of that wedding like that's another thing these weddings were lacking was the food they did kind of talk about the cake in the first episode but only because Carrie was like oh, I, I knew I was meant to go home and have a piece of cake with Big. Mm-hmm. And Carrie has this weird thing with cake. She loves cake. Yes, she does love cake because she has three pieces of cake in the in the Hamptons at yeah. Bobby's wedding. Yeah, that's always, I guess that's important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, there's, um, there's this trope about like saving like a piece of wedding cake or freezing it, something like that. Um, I don't think, I don't think my parents did that, but I, I do remember my mom like saved the wedding cake recipe that, that she had at her wedding. And I think she made it for my dad again, like one time, like down the road. And I was like, oh, that's, that's nice. That's like a nice sentiment. That's cute. But otherwise there's a lot of pomp and circumstance that goes into these cakes. Another reality show that I've learned so much about cakes from (laughs) Cake Boss. (laughs) I have not seen Cake Boss in so long. I should watch it, though. I used to love it. Yes. Um, they have the cake in the vending machines. Yes, at in the mall. airports. No, it's, in airports. it's... Oh. <laughs> I've seen that vending machine what? all over the place. I don't understand. I have so many questions. Okay. Carlos? <laughs> Buddy? Mr. Buddy? How do you keep the cake fresh? They must freeze it. I mean, if you can take a piece of wedding cake and freeze it and eat it, like, 20 years later, then why not a buddy's cake Mm. i don't know it seems to require a lot of energy it really it really does uh buddy buddy velastros if you are listening to this call in tell us how it works send us a voice memo (laughs) send us a voice memo (laughs) but yeah lots of things to talk about with these various weddings yeah i liked what you were saying earlier about um about feelings like really running high at weddings and I think we kind of saw that in like lots of different ways across like all of these episodes like we see a lot of feelings of like jealousy and envy especially if you know one of the the main foursome are are not in a relationship and they're watching somebody else like commit and, and be in a big relationship um 
we saw like feelings of second guessing of like is this really right and like lots of um feelings of settling like we this idea that you know are you getting married because you really love the person or are you getting married just because like they're there um yeah like just lots lots of emotions running very very high yeah I'm trying to think of a time that I've I've definitely felt that Mm -hmm. definitely felt that like I don't want to say jealousy but like a little bit of like I don't know Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had a thought and then it was gone (laughs) I I think I that for me really comes in with the speeches and the toasts Mm -hmm. and it comes in with um I guess just seeing like who's at a wedding how are they talking with one another and thinking would that be the same for me and then sometimes feeling feelings of sadness thinking that like I don't think it would be in the same way and like that that's a really big part of weddings too right especially I mean I don't I don't want to yeah anyway weddings so often are obviously like a a partnership between two people well we kind of mentioned earlier like weddings are of course about the partnership but Mm -hmm. like I think I grew up watching shows like Sex and the City thinking like your life is completed by the other person Mm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um and I've been confused in the past about like why does Big not have any friends or like Mm. like you know these are like red flags and stuff and I think Mm -hmm. that weddings really are for those two people of course they're the main show but I mean other people are there too and they are there for a good reason they are there because those two people love them Mm -hmm. so much that they Mm -hmm. want them to be part of their marriage in a way like part of their lives and Mm. and so like yes you're making that commitment to to each other but I think it's really special to get invited to a wedding Yes. Um, oh my God. I just had a weird deja vu. I was invited to a wedding. I was very confused about <gasps> that. I did not know the person very well. Oh no. <laughs> um, not in a bad way, but just in a sort of like, why am I here kind of way, mm. um, which was fine. It was fun. But, but I think typically it's like, it's sort of like, you know, even Jamie being at my friend Rochelle's wedding, like, you know, having that honor to mm. be at somebody's wedding and and be part of it is that is really special too like yeah. it, it wouldn't be a wedding without the guests yes although I said that and I think like if you elope and it's just the two of you that's cool too not to like shit on that at all but I, I do think there's something special about that like the ceremony the big party mm. involving those that you love and I can see like feeling some sadness if you know that person might not or those people might not be there for you in the same way if yes. you were to have a wedding yes. it's not even necessarily sadness about like your partner like where your relationship stands it's like your your potential wedding mm-hmm. may not have the same feeling or like touching moments as the particular wedding you're at yes exactly like and i think we see actually like a lot of movies too that really focus on like the merging of families the bringing together of different friend groups like to a degree like that when you have a really big wedding and you're inviting like a bunch of people that on 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 both sides of of the people getting married um there there is to an extent like some mingling right like not everybody knows each other and like it's so 
man, it just like hits so, so well when that works and when people are having a really good time and there's like no moments of tension or, or anything. And then, yeah, just sometimes, um, sometimes that doesn't happen and there's moments of like conflict or moments where you see like, oh, I think like these people that I invited are pretty, um, pretty uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) or I think they, they're, they want to leave early and, um, yeah, just, that's so interesting to talk about like the moments of mingling because it's it's so true because like you already have something in common with these people Mm -hmm. you love the people getting married hopefully (laughs) yep it makes me think of um my friend's karaoke party which she hosted a karaoke birthday party wait was i you were at this karaoke birthday (laughs) party but it was so special because people it was like two different groups of people like a very I, not very clear, but like a bit of a divide in the friends in mm-hmm. terms of like not dislike or hatred, just like not knowing each other very yeah. well. But people were brought together. They were united through their love of karaoke. Mm. And it was a great time. That's yes. kind of how I feel about weddings. It's like you are united by your love mm. of the couple or like at least one person in the couple. You might not like mm. the other person, but you are there for somebody. Yes. And I think that's like, it's a really special sort of event that you don't get to experience otherwise. Yes. Oh, so well said <laughs> on all accounts. Very, yes. I just agree. So what about like, uh, so you kind of mentioned like speeches a little bit. Mm-hmm. So Carrie has her poem, mm-hmm. which is a nice moment. We get another Carrie like kind of doing her crying moment Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm making a hand motion which the listeners can't see but she kind of has her like she gets upset when she's giving her poem what do you think about her poem i didn't find it that touching i don't know like i i don't know like i've tried watching that episode multiple times and trying to i like i personally just i i I love literature i love like dissecting like poetry in particular like i I actually really enjoy that and every time i i try to dissect that poem i just (laughs) i don't know i i don't find a lot of depth to it i guess stuffy it's a little black tie formal it is a little formal because like Mm -hmm. we also like carrie doesn't know this couple like if carrie was giving a poem for miranda or charlotte or something I feel like that would be very different. It would be very, very touching. And I think that that's why it's so hard for me to connect with that poem. And I know it's very famous. I know lots of people like really are really moved by it. But yeah, I just, I never really have been. It, it kind of just is there. And I love that she's crying because she's thinking of her own commitment issues with Big rather than happiness for the couple. Because it seems pretty par for the course for a wedding that like, you're not really that invested in you're just kind of like there because it's all being thrown together and I guess the bride really loves your column yeah I think you know I think the poem's okay I kind of like I agree with you like I don't feel particularly touched by it but Mm -hmm. I I do think it's a good poem and it's a good wedding poem Mm -hmm. but I've like personally again it's like it feels sort of devoid of personality yeah when, and one of like a memorable speech that actually sticks out to me was from this wedding in Phoenix. Um, 
and it was a zoom speech because do you know what i'm gonna say yeah and it you know it was a zoom speech because the it was the bride's like one of her best friends maybe her best friend and Mm -hmm. she couldn't be there Mm -hmm. and because for very valid reasons very valid reasons yes she she was having her baby that day she was heavily pregnant yeah Yeah, heavily heavily (laughs) pregnant so absolutely valid reasons but i just remember like I don't even think she was reading. She might have been reading a little bit, mm. but it was so, like, real. Yes. It was so... And I've never, like, you know, we've we've been living through this pandemic for a couple of years now. Lots of Zoom calls. The lots what of, now? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, lots of um, hangouts online and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. We've been experiencing a more online world, and mm-hmm. but nothing, like, compared to that. Like, I, yeah. it was just... It was... You could feel it like coming yes. through the screen. You could feel her like real feelings, her love for both of them and especially for her friend, yeah. her like regret that she couldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even remember what she said, but I just remember like having that like feeling. And yeah. I think that's what you want from a speech. I don't yes. think like you need to write a poem or mm-hmm. like, you know, being funny is nice, but like, I, I think. For me, a good speech is really like comes from the heart. Yeah. It's really just like real. Yeah. And not too drunk. Not too drunk, dad. <laughs> yeah. That's why you got to have the speeches like at a certain point <laughs> in the night. <laughs> it's true. But I love speeches. I actually like a lot of people are like, oh, I hate speeches or like no speeches. But I, I, I like giving a speech. Yeah. I like listening to them. Yeah. Because those are, those are the moments. Those are like again like that special mingling you have this bond with Mm -hmm. people you both love the bride and groom or the groom and groom or whoever are getting married Mm -hmm. and those are like like those are those special moments I love speeches I know I think I really agree with you like speeches are two where you really get a you get like just another taste of like the the people getting married you're getting kind of like different slivers of them you know from like a parent's perspective or from like a best friend's perspective um somebody in the wedding party like you're kind of you get like these little stories and you get like yeah those like moments of connection from those people that are obviously there at the wedding with good reason good intent like they obviously care about the people getting married and yeah like you really with a really good speech you really hear that come through you really see that come through mm-hmm. like i i think of the speeches from um from bailey and andrew's wedding and they were just such sweet stories they were so sweet some of them were really funny and uh, like just so endearing like i love that so much i completely agree if i ever get married i want speeches <laughs> talk about <laughs> us for hours <laughs> compliment me uh, maybe the other one too, but compliment me. <laughs> maybe the other one. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Like a strong speech is really like, yeah, yeah, well, I'm here for it. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be strong in the sense, like I said, that it's funny or mm-hmm. that it's a poem that's well written. Like you don't have to go like balls to the wall for a speech. It's just like it has to like be real. Yeah, it has to come from the heart. It's all you need. Yes. Don't stress about. Yes, yes. Although it is kind of stressful to write a speech. Yes, and if you're uncomfortable with public speaking, it could it could be, yeah, mm-hmm. scary to to deliver that for sure. 
Um, what did you think of Miranda's like partial speech at Charlotte's wedding before it went up in flame? And wh- oh uh, actually, God. maybe like, what do you? Because maybe we don't really get a a good. Sorry, I cut myself off with my own question. Um, We don't really get a strong sense of, like, the speech. It seemed kind of heartfelt. But what do you think of Miranda giving a speech at Charlotte's wedding? Can you remind? I don't even remember that part. It's it's at Charlotte's second wedding. And uh, Miranda's got her paper in her hand. And she's, like, saying some things. And then the paper goes up in flame. Because it's too close to the candle. Oh, another one of their bad omens. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's appropriate for Miranda to give a speech. Was she, I like, I'm having a, I remember it going up in flame, but I don't remember what she said. I don't really remember either. I think it was something to the effect of like Charlotte, like her dearest friend. I don't think she got very far before, um, before, you know, flame, flames engulfed her, her words. But I love that Miranda was giving a speech to Charlotte because I think the two actually have like a lot of like connection points and I love that Miranda was one of those people giving the speech at the wedding like I, I can't really see Samantha as much giving a speech at at Charlotte's wedding but I love that Miranda was somebody that that she asked to do that and did she ask Carrie too if she did we didn't see it okay yeah I mean yeah, we see a lot of moments with Miranda and Charlotte that I think are really special. And I would actually like, <laughs> I don't know if in the second season of End Just Like That, we're going to see Miranda off in L.A. with Che <laughs> or mm. what. But I would love to see more Miranda-Charlotte moments because they're, they're really, really good yes. when they happen. I love, there's actually a Sex and City account that we follow on Instagram that posts like just photos. It'll be like, Carrie and Charlotte and it'll be like a bunch of pictures of them together like Carrie Carrie and Samantha and it'll be like pictures of them together and even just like isolating those those moments between friends I just think is like it's just really nice and yeah Miranda Mm -hmm. is a good person to do that Miranda is a logical person Mm -hmm. I think she would write a good speech and I but I also think she has that sort of capacity or that room to like let a little emotion out but of course we didn't get to see it because it Yes. <laughs> yes, Miranda can really uh, go off road with her emotions and and what she's saying. Have you so kind of thinking too about that same wedding? We also saw Carrie's uh, fling from the night before Howie, the Harry's best man, I think. Mm. Um, and he gave the most passive aggressive speech of of his life, I'm sure, towards Carrie. Have you ever encountered a cringy speech at a wedding? Um, nothing absolutely terrible comes to mind. There's definitely been times where I'm like, that person is too drunk. Mm, yeah. <laughs> they should have done this earlier. And that's why speeches need to be aptly timed. Yeah. Um, but no, nothing like that. Mm. I, I do think most of the speeches I've seen at weddings have been like pretty scripted like pretty mm. according to something so I can't imagine like being this man so sensitive mm. and just like completely going off kilter and mm-hmm. bashing Carrie like singling out a single person mm. and just like because the thing is it's not it's not about you mm-hmm. so 
don't make it about you. Like, don't make it about somebody yeah. in the bridal party. Fortunately, I've never experienced, set, like, a lot of drama between bridal parties mm. or a lot of, like, fighting between people. But I do know what happens. Mm. And I have slept with a groomsman at a wedding. Not at the wedding. After the wedding. You know what? That's a pretty common pattern for it these is. episodes, too. <laughs> it absolutely is. And you see why. Because, like, you're... I had just gone through a big breakup, mm. one of a few with the same person, mm-hmm. and it was very much like, yeah, it was it was emotional. I was I was sad. I was at a wedding. Mm-hmm. He was nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he He's played there. the fiddle. <laughs> Figured out what was under the kilt. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> But yeah, so I can definitely understand why that happens. Yes. <laughs> why that's such a pattern. Yes. There, there's something to you, like, kind of calling back to, like, Charlotte and this one man, Martin, who was so rude to her. Um, there's also, like, a sense of, uh, I think there can be a sense of, like, magic at a wedding, too, where you're like, oh, man, like, these two people found each other and they made it and they're committing, like, yeah, this can happen. This could happen to me. This could happen to me with this person I just met. And hello. (laughs) Listen, not to keep talking about the guy I slept with at that wedding, (laughs) but he fell in love with me, (gasps) like, fully. And I I don't think he would listen to this podcast, but, like, he would write me letters Mm. while I lived overseas. Like, handwritten, real letters. Petrovsky. He was... (laughs) English wasn't his first language. (laughs) Was it Russian? No, it was French. Um, But yes, uh, fully, like... Yeah, there's sort of this, like, romantic, like, oh, we met at a wedding, Mm -hmm. and it was beautiful. And, like, Charlotte has that moment with this guy, very brief moment with the guy at... um, at, uh, Oh, my God, which one was it? Now I'm mixing up all the weddings. Too many weddings. It was the the Hamptons wedding. No. <laughs> the one where she meets the guy and then his dad feels Oh, rough. yes. The chicken dance. The chicken dance. Yeah, yes, yeah. that was the first one. Um, but yeah, it's like really easy to like start. If you're single at a wedding and you're like starting to imagine all the romantic possibilities and stuff, it happens. Emotions are running high. Totally. Whether that's stress yep. or excitement. Or fear, <laughs> nerves, anxiety, all all of the emotions—they're all happening. Like deep, profound love and care for your partner and everyone around you. Yeah. Have you ever? So most of the weddings, or I think all of the weddings I've been to, mm-hmm. despite the stress and whatever coming up to it, I feel like you know it's a cliche that it's like it'll all come together like on the day everything will come together yeah and I feel like for me that's been mostly true Mm -hmm. I feel like the weddings I've been to like nothing to nothing nothing to Lawrence Cheney (laughs) Lawrence Cheney (laughs) (laughs) we really need to practice (laughs) I need to watch like videos on YouTube of people speaking with a Scottish accent and just like imitate it yes but yeah have you ever like been to a wedding that like things like a charlotte and harry wedding where like things just went wrong that's a great question um i mean i've been to very few weddings so no um i think one wedding i went to there was like 
I think this happened after or maybe it was slightly before, but there was a major family conflict um, with, uh, I think, the groom and some of his family and his wife. That might have come after, actually, but um, I don't remember that being super... Oh, actually, maybe it was... It was a long time ago. That was over 10 years ago now, but um, I remember that. And then... This was a recent wedding that I went to where the day of everything did come together, but the lead up to the wedding was stressful as hell because they lost their location um, not even two weeks before mm. they were supposed to get married. And this location didn't tell them. They found out through Reddit <laughs> that it had shut down. Um, they lost like their catering and stuff, like really scrambling to, to make it work. And they did find another location that would do catering on the same day and everything so it, it did all work out but there was definitely that like moment of panic right before like is this even happening and honestly I walked away from that wedding being like holy shit this is like absolutely incredible that they really brought this all together given just the really shitty circumstances of like something so beyond their control and like still pulling together such an incredible wedding yeah, and I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that was the wedding that they ended up doing it in their home, like in their backyard. No, no, this was oh, okay. uh, that was another wedding. Oh, okay. But that was that that wedding where it was a backyard um, was part of the plan. Well, kind of. COVID derailed a, another plan. Of course. So that was the backup plan, but that was the original plan. Mm, the original gotcha. backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> the original backup plan. <laughs> As you should have. You should have a backup plan. That is another thing that my reality <laughs> TV wedding show, I don't know, education has taught me is that you can't expect everything to go according to plan. Mm -hmm. There has to be some wiggle room for disaster. And the tighter you hold on to like a particular perfect vision of, of a day, I feel like the more disappointed you often are. Well, I mean, such a good lesson to learn for any event. Yeah. Um, such a good lesson that Charlotte learned. Yes. I mean, there was this really big focus, not only for her wedding with Trey, but this really big focus on, like, perfection in another yeah. person. And I think that's, I mean, a good lesson to learn in any context. Like, mm -hmm. to have this expectation that everything is going to be perfect. Yeah. Um, it's just not reality. Or, like, everything is going to go exactly how you pictured it. Yes. And actually, now that we're talking about it, that makes me just realize that's very much Charlotte's arc, like, throughout mm -hmm. this series, is that image of perfection and that very perfect image of how she wanted to live her life and that kind of being shattered with her first relationship. And then the second, the second marriage and finding Harry and everything, like really having to contend with okay I've got to let go of some of this like I've got to let go of some of this like perfection like image because as Carrie put it like you're missing it you're missing your day you're missing like all of the beautiful things around you that are happening because you're so focused on what isn't going right mm -hmm. a very a very good lesson to learn in general you're so right and especially for Charlotte that's yeah that's such a good point and even in and just like that I think Charlotte I mean I can't think of a specific example but I feel like she does start to like question more 
Mm -hmm. and like learn like even like from her kids and like even in her relationship with Harry like Mm -hmm. there's sort of like a little confrontation but I just feel like she's a little bit more (laughs) she's a little bit more like um what's the word like she's communicating better Mm -hmm. and she's and she's having that expectation uh, that's a little bit more grounded in reality, yeah. which is, I mean, that's a great arc to have. I feel like Carrie still hasn't reached that point where she's grounded in reality. No. <laughs> and I don't know if she ever will. And maybe that's just who she is. No. <laughs> oh, Carrie. Oh, Carrie. Oh, Carrie. Other wedding traditions. We see the catching of the bouquet mm-hmm. in a few of these episodes. Yeah, uh, weird. I don't know. Out of the Super handful weird. of weddings I've been to, that hasn't been part of any of them. I have seen it at a wedding, mm. but I have never even been, I haven't even like been around it when it was happening. Mm. <laughs> Probably off making out with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? That's uh, you're you're skipping a step. <laughs> exactly, but yeah, there's. I mean, we see these sort of like th- we see these traditions and these weddings, these formal stuffy weddings, mm-hmm. and I just I don't know. But I I love the idea of people just like forming new traditions or like yeah. new people. Literally, I was helping um, a friend plan her wedding. Bailey and Andrew mm-hmm. uh, recently and she like asking me a lot of questions about just like is this normal is this what happens at weddings blah 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 and mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't it's your wedding mm-hmm. you could if you want to have a game room you can have a game room if you mm-hmm. if you want to <laughs> I remember a, a, while we were doing setup and like the dress rehearsal and stuff and somebody was arguing with her because it was a new year's wedding Mm. so she wanted to do like the i do and then like now you may kiss your bride and happy new year Mm. i can't remember the order she wanted it or what order it was i think it was happy new year now you may kiss the bride anyways Mm. it doesn't matter um but she had already decided and Mm -hmm. one of the parents pointed out like well i think you should do it like this and i think it should this makes more sense because blah 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 and she was just like i have decided that it will be this way Mm. and there will be no other arguments and i loved it i absolutely loved it because it's literally like you have to put your foot down Mm -hmm. and this is another thing with weddings is that and we don't really see this in the show because we don't really see their families at all in general yes um i guess shout out bunny mcdougall for like trying to bring tradition into the (laughs) lol shout out to bunny wow that was so lispy shout out to bunny mcdougall (laughs) can we just get a shout out for bunny mcdougall right now (laughs) hey bunny yes but like literally we don't see the stress or the pressure that comes from families Mm -hmm. at these weddings and that's a huge Part of it such a huge part i completely agree and i think that that would have really added something to the second movie like <laughs> yes we want anthony's large sicilian family 
piling yes. with food, arguing with the caterer, like fluffing his tie and his suit. Like that's what I want to see. And we want to see Stanford's like very rich grandmother in her yes. Chanel suits, like just so prim and proper, like looking at Anthony's family being like, what? <laughs> I want that tension. Yes. That's what I want to see at a real life wedding. That's what I have seen at real life mm. weddings. And that's, I think, missing from some of these weddings, which makes mm -hmm. it feel or makes them feel, I was going to say a little less real, but like really not real at all. <laughs> no, completely. Because, yeah, I, I think that's such an astute thing to point out. Like the family is such a huge part of, of weddings. And like even traditionally, like, um, I mean, a wedding was the segue to a marriage and a marriage was very much like the bringing together of like two families. And there was like a lot of weight, like a lot of economic weight they like, put on that too. So like very much families are a huge part of of marriage and weddings or at least historically and you can define family like however you want but um or whatever way best suits you but yeah that is a really big aspect um I guess like with Carrie she very much defines her family as her foursome mm -hmm. and that's like one part of the first movie that I really loved was how they enveloped her like after she doesn't go through with the wedding with big how they just surrounded her they're talking about it and they're like yeah we're gonna drop everything and we're gonna go on the honeymoon with you like yeah that to me was like so special and we we didn't see of course like the meeting of families or anything but um yeah that was so that was so nice that's so nice i love the idea of a honeymoon with all my friends yeah that'd be so fun that'd be so fun <laughs> i love that so much do you want to talk about bridesmaids dresses because i feel like this is also a really big um part of like the whole the wedding is a chore sort of thing like if you're a bridesmaid and the trope of like wearing i don't know a, an awful like bridesmaids dress or the, i think the show kind of like plays with this in in different ways like i love at carrie's how at carrie's wedding all of the girls wear like different dresses, different colors. Like I love that very deeply. I think in an earlier wedding, like uh, Charlotte's first wedding, they kind of all wore really similar ones. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like what? What do you think? Well, because of again shows like Sex in the City, I also like grew up with this idea that yeah, the bridesmaids' dresses were supposed to look ugly. And also, not only the dresses, but I think, like, associated with the dresses is that there's sort of, like, this shame associated with being a bridesmaid mm. in that you're not the one getting married. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to be wearing the ugly dress, like, in the mm. way that you're supposed like, I don't know. Which, in my experience in being a bridesmaid and being in weddings, like, I... I don't know if that's something that has shifted mm -hmm. in like the past 30 years or maybe longer, but I feel like I did have one dress that I didn't really love, but mm. I don't know. I, I also love the idea, like you said, that having like mixed dresses, like mm -hmm. they don't all need to be, there is something a little bit culty about like all the dresses being the same color, yeah. the same cut. I kind of love the scene where, Samantha's like, couldn't this be a little bit shorter? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's again, it's like, what is special about like Carrie's wedding, they all get to wear different dresses, is that 
people get to be themselves and they get to show that personality and have some sort of like have something different yeah um and I think that's becoming more and more common now but it's definitely there's like this traditional idea that they all need to wear the same thing Mm -hmm. um well Carrie wore a suit at uh, Stanford and Anthony's wedding and she looked great that was a great suit and I, I love that like breaking like convention too like it doesn't even have to be dresses you know and I feel like I think you're so right like there's this kind of idea where like bridesmaids or like any member of the bridal party like you're not really meant to upstage the bride and mm-hmm. I don't know if the whole ugly dress thing is like related to that in any way shape or form but I don't know I'm a big believer in like people should I mean like maybe like dress for like the tone of the event like maybe if you're in the bridal party don't wear cargo shorts if it's like (laughs) if it's a slightly formal affair but like people should be able to wear like you know what what they feel comfortable in and what they shine in I think I made a joke once that if I ever got married I would want a white uh sweatsuit (laughs) oh my god I love that so much (laughs) I've never that that just blew my mind that's incredible and maybe like I don't know if I'll get married or not. I'm not really set on the idea either way. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I did wear a dress or a suit or whatever I ended up wearing, I would definitely still buy a white sweatsuit to, like, change into for yes. the D floor. Yeah. Because <laughs> For the D floor? <laughs> I'll meet you there, Bunny McDougal. <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Meet Bunny McDougal on the D floor. <laughs> oh my god. I'll show you these bagpipes. <laughs> she would never. She could never. She would never. Um Oh my god, I don't even remember what we're talking about. The bridesmaids. <laughs> Sweatsuits. 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 But yeah, it's it's the whole thing is like people. Wear what you're comfortable in yeah. and wear what you want to wear. That's mm-hmm. all that matters. My the first wedding I mentioned when you asked me the question like about a memorable wedding moment. Yeah. She wore a pink suit that mm-hmm. was handmade for her mm-hmm. with, that had like flared pants, really cute like jacket and top. Mm-hmm. It was like the soft pink color with a matching cowboy hat. Yeah. It looked incredible. It's burned into my memory <laughs> and I wasn't there. It's so gorgeous. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, and I, I, from my experience, I've been in a few. I sound like I've been in a million weddings. I haven't. You're the expert here. (laughs) I guess I am the expert here. I didn't even think about that, but I do think that people are starting to not realize, but I, I just think that the whole traditions and things are kind of starting to be blown out the window a little bit, but. Again, we already kind of talked about family and let being absent from these, but mm. I, I do think there's a lot of like family pressure yeah. on couples, especially if they're paying. Oh, that's such a great point to bring up. Absolutely. Like the whole, the financing of it all. Absolutely. Like that, that really does play a huge, a huge factor And weddings are fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. They're so 
so expensive like the whole like everything even a cheap wedding is still very expensive and yeah especially like if you're like a younger couple you're not established like you're probably uh, well not probably but um you know parents often like step in and help out and then yeah they that like that gives them some kind of like leeway to feel like they got some decisions to make or like some some control over over what's happening and you know I've talked to people about weddings and I've talked to them in a way where like the opinion is that weddings are kind of like they're they're not yeah like very very old very stuffy like full of traditions that like don't really they don't really sit well with people anymore with, with a lot of people anymore but I I love the idea of thinking of a wedding as like a really big celebration a really big party and doing that party my way you know like calling the shots and I love looking at it from that perspective rather than something that you have to do and you have to do a certain way and you have to do to make a bunch of people happy and I, I totally understand like it's not always that simple like especially when you have um when there's economic pressure when there's family pressure like it's not always so simple but that's what like fills me with joy is thinking of a giant party that's like all about me and my partner and celebrating that like hell yeah no one's (laughs) no one's gonna tell me where that's gonna happen oh absolutely I was just thinking about I'm like thinking about these weddings and you know uh we see a lot of that like tradition and a lot of Mm. the formality of it all and I was like, you know, and, and you know, we're kind of like wishing yeah. for like Anthony and Sanford's wedding to have a little more personality or yeah. or whatnot. But then I'm like, maybe we'll see one. Maybe we'll see Miranda and Jay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why would you speak that into existence? <laughs> oh, God. I hope I didn't awaken something in the writers. <laughs> no. No. No, I don't think so. But. I'm absolutely keeping your sweatsuit idea on lock oh take it i encourage any future person getting married to i mean it doesn't have to be white just get a sweatsuit to change into so you can rip it up on the d floor with bunny mcdougall (laughs) (laughs) well you know like the dance floor is very much like that's the most democratic like part of a wedding like everybody is together in a soup pit on the dance floor and you either let it loose or you don't. That's <laughs> it's survival of the fittest. So it sounds like our wedding, our hypothetical dancing Zumba wedding, is also a competition. Survival of the fittest. It's going to be a... Oh, my God. Is it called a dance-off? I think it's called a dance-off. <laughs> no, isn't there... Oh, whatever I lost it it'll but. be like pitch perfect but instead of us like singing acapella at each other <laughs> we're, we're dancing dance. I kind of want to plan this event this actually sounds incredible and we'll have matching sweatsuits <gasps> we'll be like power rangers with our sweatsuits <laughs> and our br- our whole oh my god you could actually have like a rainbow or like whatever color palette of your choice it, for your bridal party they'd all be wearing sweatsuits <gasps> an incredible idea somebody call us to plan a wedding like this and if not we're just gonna do it (laughs) it. I love it oh my gosh it's such a good idea 
buck tradition, if that's what feels good for you. Do what feels good for you. Do what feels right. <laughs> Just have a big party. Have fun. Celebrate with the people you love. And wear a sweatsuit. Well, I had a note in here about Big versus Aiden as a wedding guest. Mm. You want to talk about that? No, we can talk about that. I Okay, so Aiden... I'm trying to remember. Aiden didn't come to the wedding. He didn't, but um, watching those episodes back to back, um, Big was like, you saw some like hesitancy. He like didn't want his name on the card. He was like, how did they even get my name? Like, oh yeah, I wouldn't miss this wedding for for anything because he kind of like saw it as a funny spectacle, was on his phone for most of it, like totally checked out, like ready, like asking Carrie, like when can we leave, like ready to go. And then Aiden made a fucking love seat made a love seat from scratch handcrafted he shows up like for carrie and he's like yeah you look hot you look sexy i, I brought a polaroid of this love seat to to give to to charlotte and, and trey like he was down for the sesh like he was ready to have a good he would have ripped it up on that d floor i think <laughs> He would have been out there with Bunny, <laughs> ripping it up in the deep floor. He fucking would. He would have. He would have been, like, oh my god, he would have pop-tarted Bunny. <laughs> that sounds sexual. <laughs> he would have pop- <laughs> He would have pop-tarted Bunny. Oh my god. What but, does that mean? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't want to know. Uh, but you're absolutely right. He would have shown up, and it's too bad he didn't, but that was all Carrie's fault. That was a bad time to tell him. That was a, Oh, my gosh. Uh, yes, it was a terrible time to tell him. And I think, like, just watching those episodes back to back, like, it, it really does illustrate, like, one of those men was ready to – was really ready to be in a relationship, like, ready, ready to do it down for the sesh, and the other one really wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um that that was just like made very made very clear to me but um one of my least favorite carry moments and this is very small but it happens in the episode with charlotte and trey's wedding where carrie is having this emotional moment with aiden like just crying like i could be the flaw in the wood like just <laughs> i mean obviously like y'all just pretty much like broke up like that was that was big um and then Miranda calls her, like, Carrie, we need you for photos. And she just goes, okay. And, like, just turns around and is totally fine. It's very funny. I don't know why, but it irks me. It irks me. It's very, like, not being the sad girl moment. Which I yeah. guess where you, like, I mean, in that case, <laughs> it's time for photos. So it's, yeah. it's true. But, yeah, it it's it's a bad acting job. It's It's, like, a bad, yeah. It's not good. And we, it's we very don't, funny. We don't, like, take that low-hanging fruit of commenting on, like, the acting or whatever. I feel like we don't do that very often, but that's the one. That's, that's a hill. Yeah. That is a hill. That's the hill me, me and Bunny are going to die on after our dance battle. After you, Aiden, and Bunny rip it up on the D4. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just imagining Aiden doing like a Fabio, Fabio like esque kind of like hair flip. Like he's like he rips his shirt open because he's so hot and like dancing on the floor. It's too bad we didn't hair. get to see that. It is too bad. 
in retrospect, that would have made a very compelling episode. <laughs> so much for listening we were sorry we can't feel hate us please rate review and subscribe if you feel so inclined you can always dm us a post-it note or you can send us a little memo we can hear your voice your sweet beautiful luscious voices come through deliver us your poem your carry poem i'd love to hear your it. voice is our hello or something like that. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're more inspired than, than we are at this current moment. <laughs> but yes, you can find that link on our Instagram. And while you're there, you can follow us. Smash that follow Smash button. Smash that follow button. Uh, we're also on Twitter. It's not very active. I'm sorry. I do my best. Okay. Um, Twitter's dying. Twitter is dying. <laughs> it's true. And I'm just... <laughs> I'm having a Carrie moment. I'm having a Carrie biphobic moment in a different sense where I'm like, I'm too old to learn a new social media platform. Ooh. Too old. Um, but yeah, Instagram and Twitter at don't hate us pod. And we will see you all next time. <laughs>